Nikki Jensen and Brie Piccone and we're late, late to, to the, the party. party. Hey Brie. Hey Nick. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm doing well. I feel a lot better. Like this week, this past, like I think things are looking up. Yeah? Yeah. How good. are you doing? I'm doing good. I really, I don't know. Can't complain. It's been, it's been a good week. Same. I know that sounded so doom and gloom. Like my life was in the gutter, and now it's like so much better. I don't know. To be honest, before we started recording, yeah. I went on Instagram and I saw a picture of Julia Fox, mm-hmm. my my muse, and the Safdie brothers muse, and she didn't have eyebrows on, and it's kind of just like cemented into my brain, and I can't stop thinking about Julia Fox. Nice. She Is just that- possesses me. Is that making your week better? Just Julia Fox news? Or I don't know if it's real news, but I saw her in like a mud bath putting on her like signature look. I was about to say that. Like, I think any Julia Fox news, news, I don't know why, <laughs> like a, a go, it just affects me, you know? But like, yeah, I think Julia Fox in any capacity really gives me hope. Like, I saw that mud bath thing, like she was in the hot springs and she did the like signature eyeliner. She's a gal after my heart, Brie. I mean, she looked like she was having a great time, living her best life. She saw some cameras and she was just like, yeah, she's like, oh, got to put on my look. Like, I can't yeah. be seen with naked eyes. She's an artist, Brie. She really is. An artiste. She's New York. She's fashion. She's art. Nope. Anyways, I don't know how I made it about <laughs> Julia Fox. I'm very sorry. It's okay. I feel like she's still of the moment, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, would say so. I'm trying to think the last outfit I saw her in. Um, it was like a bra of sorts. And it was like similar to that jean look, but it was like a little modified. When she went to grocery shop, yes, right? Yes, grocery shopping. See, yep. we, we don't talk about Julia Fox anymore. Mm-hmm. But like she should be like Paris Hilton circa 2004 level famous, in my opinion. I agree. I, I totally agree. Okay. I don't know why she's... She'll get there, I think. She's on her way. I don't know, though. We've already forgotten. I haven't. Well, I haven't either. She's late to the party's muse. <laughs> that settles it. For us. Period. Yeah. Oh. But, um, I don't know. We kind of felt, our I kind of fell down a rabbit hole with the topic in today's episode. Oh, yeah. A little bit. And I needed Julia Fox to palate cleanse. Gotcha. But, well, today's going to be fun. Yeah. Today is going to be really fun. Yeah. We're going way back again to 2002 because we permanently are in 2002. Yep. Um, we took a break, but we're back, babies. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, Brie. Yeah. It's going to be June, what, tomorrow? The day be- after that? Uh, yeah, the, I think it's the day after that. But June 4th is the 20th anniversary of Avril Lavigne's debut album. Wow. That's crazy. Which makes me feel old. Same. I <laughs> I can't think about it too much. I'm like, that was like yesterday. It feels like it. It's just Avril Lavigne's world and we're living in it. Right? Which I gotta say, Avril Lavigne looks exactly the same. She does. Like, truly looks the same. Right? Like, I don't know. I'm so confused. I... <gasps> 
okay, I know we weren't going to talk about this, but maybe she has been replaced. But maybe not by, like, another person, but by, like, a robot. I thought she was Melissa, according to that Avril Lavigne, like, Brazil fan account or whatever. Well, maybe. But, like, maybe Melissa's been replaced as well. Because something, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just saying it's a little suspicious. That she looks, like, so young. Yeah. She is still so young. She's only, like, what, late 30s? I know. That's true. I think people, like, especially, I don't know, like, our nostalgia for things mm-hmm. it's gonna come and bite us because it's like we're like so nostalgic and we're like we feel old like Avril Lavigne's old and looks great for her age and like she's not even middle age like she's still relatively young that's true why do we age people or ourselves like what's up with that I don't know I don't get it I don't like it yeah well it's so crazy because like some on a tangent like some people are like just, like, age doesn't matter, like, full Julia Fox, full, like, Alexa Demi. Yes. But then there's, like, I don't know, I just feel like the time is, it like, age is, like, now more than ever just, like, what you project. True. I feel. So, like, the more you say, like, oh, I'm old, or if you identify as a millennial when you could just identify as Gen Z or you know it's a millennial mm-hmm. but you choose to be like chuggy <laughs> <laughs> choices it's just choices yeah or and, you, yeah if you choose to be like back in my day like us millenn- like have you seen those tiktoks mm, i don't know possibly i've seen some but like of, like remember when like i'm so old i'm a millennial remember yeah. when in sync happened you know what i i think like well, with some remember ones, like certain things, I just feel like us personally, like our generation, our zillennial selves, like we've kind of, and maybe millennials too a bit, but like we've seen a lot of technology changes. I feel like that's just been the biggest thing is just seeing a lot of that. So being like, I guess I, I like I get like remember when certain things because a lot of people are like, what VHS tapes? What's that? Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. But at the same time, it's like you can't just remember. I don't know. I I don't want to pretend like I'm, I don't want to be like back in my day because then that does make you feel old. But it's also like everyone says back in my day these days. So it's so interesting. When does the cutoff though? When do you start saying back in my day? I feel like nowadays people are in height. Like, yeah, yeah. People are literally 18 being like back in my day. So I just think it's just nostalgia. Yeah. Which I love because we're like technically a nostalgia podcast. So like not knocking that. You know what's crazy? I think, though, I don't think anything's going to matter because so many things have come back, like cassettes and, like, random things. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like certain things, like vinyl, like, a lot of things have just come back. So one day everything's just going to be all the same and no one's going to remember anything because it's all going to be available and there is no... Yeah. You know what I mean? The lines are going to be blurred. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I agree. I think so. Well, I even think I was listening to an episode of You're Wrong About Mm -hmm. on the drive here and they were talking about emails. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize Gmail wasn't a thing until 2004. Yeah. Like, I don't remember. I don't, like, I know I had a Hotmail or, like, a Yahoo or both, Mm -hmm. but I don't actually remember a time before, like, Gmail or, like, when, like, chain mail. Like, I didn't know about that. And I was like, wow, I feel actually surprisingly young. You don't remember chain mail? Like, physical chain mail. Oh, physical. Like that was a thing, apparently. Oh, no. I was going to say chain emails, but not. That's different. Wait, chain mail? Like That's mail? a real thing. Okay, I don't know anything about that. 
But I don't even really remember chain emails. Like, I feel like that was a little before my, like, emailing time. I had a few. Really? I remember on MySpace, Mm. some chains. That was, like, where I got my chain emails. I see. On the bulletin boards. The boards. Oh, my God. Ah, but I digress. What were we talking about? Oh, Avril (laughs) Lavigne. I let go. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, yeah, on June 4th will be the 20th anniversary of Avril Lavigne's Let Go. Wow. Which which was one of my favorite albums as a kid. Like, growing up, Avril Lavigne, to me, was, I don't know, which just, like, so cool. Yeah. What? Oh, I think I said 2004. I meant 2002. It's okay. I knew what you meant. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. It's not 2024 yet. <laughs> then we could be talking about her, her second album, the one with my happy ending in it. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, too. That's a banger. For real. Underrated, too. But, uh, but yeah. So, you want to just talk about Avril Lavigne's Let Go and Avril Lavigne in general? Yeah. Cool. So, Brie, mm-hmm. what what do you think of when you think of Avril? What do I, I think of so many things. I I think of, like, hot pink and black and angst teen angst um i don't know just like pop punk the og straightened hair i mean good music obviously these are just visuals i'm a visual person so i see the visuals you know what i mean yeah i don't know i think of a lot of moody nights just bop into her jams just you know i remember listening to her a lot as a kid just being like yeah like do you remember like when she popped out on the scene, are you more of like an Avril Lavigne like girlfriend era type of gal? I I remember it all. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I don't remember like a definitive moment when she popped out on the scene. I just remember her being around and just like you know what I mean. Like I feel like she was around for a while growing up, so I vibed with her. Word. Yeah, I feel like for me, Avril Lavigne is very like. In a time, like in a time capsule. Like I know she's still alive and like doing music and stuff. Right. But like I feel like my Avril Lavigne time, like I was a kid with like the Avril Lavigne poster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In my room. But like, like beforehand, I was like a Britney fan. Like I loved. Oh, yeah. Like all the bubblegum pop singers and everything and like super girly, which I still was, but. I feel like when Avril Lavigne came out, like in 2002, in June 2002, yeah, I was like, oh, this changes everything. Like, I'm a, I like punk music now. I'm gonna like listen to other things. I like, I'm like a rock, I'm a skater boy. Like, I'm, it like changed up my whole style and persona. And luckily, Limited 2 also coincided with that. So I like bought, like, I just switched. Yeah. I mean, and it was even before, like, my, like, either my emo phases or my just, like, into rock music phases. It, like, all started with Avril Lavigne. Yeah. It was, like, changed. I was like, oh, I'm not like other girls. <laughs> Which is pro- really <laughs> problematic now that I am saying it out loud. But it was my, like, oh, I'm not like other girls. I'm an underdog. No one understands me. No one understands. Meanwhile, I was, like, I had th- probably in 2002, I had the most friends 
I was probably like the most popular. Yes, <laughs> like, you're right. I, I, by all accounts, I was like not Avril Lavigne at all, but in my mind, and I think it stuck with me throughout my whole entire life. Yes, and I think like that's crazy to think like someone at like eight years old like because she wasn't like that much older than us she's like like almost 10 years older than us Mm -hmm. like roughly like nine ten eight nine ten so like someone i don't know it was just like a different well we'll talk about that it was counter programming on purpose designed by the record label Mm. but but yeah it's just so interesting to me but i remember let go i remember complicated came out it shook my world it shook my little, my little eight-year-old world. Yeah. I, no, I remember, as I've been calling it, it's complicated. <laughs> but um, complicated was a game changer. I feel like we needed Avril Lavigne, too, to, like, switch things up, you know? Because, like, I-, I agree with you, too, like, the angst that I felt. I didn't, okay, at eight, that was probably a sweet spot. Like, I was in a, you know, you're right. Everyone's friends with everyone. It's middle school that you get super angsty. Like, in my teens or my tweens, I still, I mean, I still listen to Avril. She was still releasing things. So, like, but it was a little more, like, girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. You know, it wasn't as, like, angsty. But these songs, I feel like on this album, Let Go, have, like, they never really went away. They're so, like, some of, like, the hits. Like, because we both listened to this album just to refresh. Yeah. To do a little retrospective, if you will. The hits on this album, like the singles, yeah, like automatically, like you hear, like it gets to the. You don't even have to get to the chorus. You just like hear the song, and you're like, "Oh, that's a hit!" Like, I don't know. It's, yeah, like I'm with you. That's a great song. All the songs produced by The Matrix mm-hmm. are just like pop perfection. Agreed. But yeah, I know. For me, it was like one day I was like dancing to choreograph Britney Spears in my room you know just like wearing like a tutu or whatever yeah and like literally the next day I was like wanting to like wear wife beaters and like graphic tees and cargo pants and like wreak havoc on the mall find myself a skater boy you know which I'm thinking about it I always like like um give credit to like Gwen Stefani for sure or like Fergie which they deserve the credit all the credit (laughs) for like the cargo pants and camo like that I like love and that I want to you know like I'm like ooh style icons but Avril Lavigne too was like for sure she was doing it so I'm like who was I actually I mean I was looking at everyone they were all doing things but still Gwen Stefani did it first okay true queen yeah no like Gwen Stefani did it first this is not a podcast about Gwen Stefani (laughs) But she did that first. Word. Okay. But I think, I guess Avril probably perpetuated the the camo, that look, like oh, tanks yeah. and camo. And not like and in ties. a sexy way. No. Like, I feel like to me, like Gwen Stefani was like, well, she was. She was a little more she sexy. She's also literally woman. a woman. Yeah. Was that what you were about to say? Yeah. Yeah. She was literally a woman and Avril Lavigne was like 17 when she came up on the scene. Yeah. But she looked kind of like 12 though. Right? Avril? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like, Gwen looks great, but like, <laughs> she was like a no, fully formed woman. I mean, Avril, like in my mind, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. as a youngster identify, I'm like, oh, she's just a few years older. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was like, yeah, she's just like a girl. 
exactly. But uh, but yeah. So it's really kind of funny though talking about Avril Lavigne, mm-hmm. and it like poses all these questions in my mind about like I never. Like, usually if I have, like, a fave or if I'm into something, like, I know or I knew, like, I do my research. Yeah. About who they are, how they came to be. I watch their E! True Hollywood story. Right. But literally, like, up until yesterday, I didn't know a lot about Avril Lavigne. Yeah. I didn't even know she was Canadian. (laughs) I feel so dumb. I'm like, I knew she was Canadian and I knew, like... Like, just, like, bits and pieces. But, like, yeah, Avril Lavigne grew up in Canada um, just singing in church. Yeah. And by, like, a teen, she was signed to, like, Arista Records. You know, it's always the kids singing in church that end up, you know, that choir thing going that, have you noticed? A lot of pop stars. That's, like, the story. That's the story. But, like, she grew up singing, like, Shania Twain and, like, Faith Hill. Like, Brie, alternate, you you know who also started out singing Shania Twain and Faith Hill? Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which, like, I feel like Taylor Swift and Avril Lavigne are, like, opposites. Like, upside down. Like, Taylor Swift is, like, or, like, Avril Lavigne's, like, upside down Taylor Swift. Like, Stranger Things upside down. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Like, it could have gone a different way. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's mean, like the darker one. Yeah, or nothing's good or nothing's bad, but the, there's some weird, there's some interesting similarities. Yeah. She has, like, the uh, the typical, like, star story, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe I'm out of pocket, though. This sounds just like Alanis Morissette, if I'm being honest, like her backstory. You know, and some of her songs, like, kind of give me those vibes. Or, like, um, oh, what is her name? Um, I can't think of it. You know, speaking of, like, Avril Lavigne, like... Michelle Branch? Michelle Branch? She does sound like Michelle Branch. That's who I was thinking. Um, They did come around the same time, but, like, I did... I, like... She is very, like, in that vein, Avril Lavigne. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, she capitalized on a style. Yes. So hard. And it was so, like, anti-Britney and it's, like, but it was still pop, catchy music. Yes. I just think Avril Lavigne just, like, blew past all the other pop girlies all of a sudden and was, like, well, this is, like, Britney's not cool anymore. Like, Christina's not cool. This is, like, cool. She really stood out at the time, like... Yeah. So, yeah. You know what's hilarious, though, speaking of, like, who people compared Avril Lavigne to at the time? What? I read an article that compared Avril Lavigne saying she was, like, the next Fiona Apple, <laughs> which is cuckoo bananas. Yeah. Like, don't put disrespect on Fiona <laughs> Apple's name like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. No like- offense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like... No offense to Avril. I don't think her songs are that deep, but no. they're they're good. And some of them are really moody and, get, you know, angsty. And I like the way she uses her words and lyrics and stuff. But it, I don't think it's, like, on the level of Fiona Apple. Like, that's a little, like, you know, I don't know. Because no. she is still, like, pop and stuff. It's just. Like, Avril Lavigne is, like, intro to angst. 
Yeah. Like, it is a gateway drug, I suppose. <laughs> she's a gateway to angst. Yeah, she's like a gateway to Fiona Apple or Alanis Morissette. Yeah. You know, she's like, she opens up the palate yeah. for us to digest, you know, some Kate Bush way down the line. But, yeah, Avril Lavigne, to call her, like, punk pop, like, pop punk or, like, like, it's very interesting. Like, she was, like, punk to us. To us. Like, all the limited two girls in the house, you know? Yeah. Which I love. Like, this is not to, like, yeah. shit on Avril Lavigne. No. Not at all. Because I love that. I feel like, like, going into this conversation, though, maybe we'll keep that in mind. Because it's fun. Like, she's fun. She is. That's she's what we not. love about her. We You can be pop and punk, and you can have a good old time. She's like, she's not deep. You could bounce around, you know. You can participate in capitalism. Yeah. And, you know, like, be a product of the man, but still be authentic and true to yourself. Exactly. And everyone will still love you and you'll be digestible. You know? Yeah. Like, I think we don't have to go down the Fiona Apple road. I'm like, oh, what's really punk? No, I know what you mean. I felt that way too because I saw some articles that compare her to like Liz Fair and like um, who else? Like just like you said, like like even Alanis, I feel like, I don't know. Like they were wiling out. Like, yeah. Like music, like writer, like journalists at the time about Avril Lavigne. Yeah. But that's so crazy that like I think you're right about the style, too, like her aesthetic. Like, I feel like that was a big influence as well. Because if she was totally. singing the same songs and looking like Taylor Swift or something, it would have been way different. The, Taylor Swift and Avril Lavigne's songs are so similar. Like, if you look at their catalogs, hmm. like, they sound the same. So I agree. It's all packaging. Because Avril does do some ballads, you know? She does. Just saying. I don't know. Conspiracy. <laughs> But but speaking of the Avril Lavigne, like, effect, though. Yeah. Like, you're talking about Liz Fair. Like, Liz Fair, like, changed her sound completely. And it was during this time. So mm -hmm. I don't know if it was, like, the Avril Lavigne effect. Because remember, Liz Fair was, like, Lilith Fair, like, 90s alt girl. Yeah. And then she comes out with this pop album produced by The Matrix. Oh. <gasps> The Matrix. The Matrix is behind everything. Any good bops of the 2000s is produced by The Matrix. That is crazy. I actually want to go down a bit of a rabbit hole with that. Like, oh, my God. In my own well, time. No. Or we'll do it now. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> I have, like... You've already done that for us? No. <laughs> we'll just Google it. Like, what's produced by The Matrix? Oh, true. We could just do that now. You're right. This is our show. We can do what we want. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Like, I was talking to my boyfriend about this the other day. Because we were talking about Hillary Duff, and yeah, I was still like, "Well, Hillary Duff's Metamorphosis album is so good." Is that the Matrix? So yesterday is definitely the Matrix. But I don't want to like. I'm like googling it, and I'm like, I don't want to see the Wachowskis, Keanu. <sighs> okay, you want to play a game, Bray? Okay, yeah, let's play a game. Okay, banger. What's the opposite of a banger? Um, a. I'm trying to think, like uh, a flop. Okay, banger or flop? Just a, just one word. When I give you these songs, cool. Okay, complicated banger. Skater boy, that's banger. I'm with you. That's another banger. 
Um, Avril Lavigne, anything but ordinary. You know, you know. Actually, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, things I'll never say. That, but that's banger. The Remedy by Jason Mraz. That sounds familiar. Honestly, I've totally forgot about Jason Mraz. I don't. I don't remember what he does. He. That's the one. That's like the big hit. It's like I won't worry my life away. Do you remember that song? No. You. If I, I play it I for bet, you, if you played it, I probably would. <laughs> Are you really gonna play me, Jason Mraz? Yeah, we're playing banger or flop. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember that one. Banger flop. I guess it's a banger. <laughs> Why can't I? That's a banger for real. Um. So yesterday, that is a banger. Hillary Duff, the math. Actually, the banger for for real. Yeah. <laughs> I I just wanted to say that one for you. If you can't do the math, Bob. Um... Bop or flop? My, that would have rhymed. Dang. Oh, man. Bop or flop? <laughs> but it can stick to banger, um, though. Um, Headstrong by Ashley Tisdale. Headstrong will take you on. No, not that one. That's Trapped. Oh. Um, um, I don't know. She did a song for the Cheetah Girls. Wow. Um. Huh. Hold on. Oh. You're right, uh, that's not. <laughs> but yeah. All right, well, that's a banger, too. <laughs> Headstrong, can you feel the beat? Woo! That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was mashing them up in my mind. I- I'll create that later in my own time. Even though The Matrix did do um some songs for corn. <laughs> oh, hey, it says Shakira, too. I just. Shakira, Shakira. Oh, yeah, I don't know that song, though. Which one? Which the one Shakira it? song? How do you do? How do you do? Hum. I don't know. I'd have to listen to it, I guess. <laughs> hum. Well, uh, they know. They know what they're doing, apparently. For real. Oh, they did that one song that was like in every like Disney Channel, or it's like every they do like trailer music, like early two thousands trailer music. Oh dang! They even did. Do you remember this song? That sounds familiar. I feel like that was in a movie. Yeah. It was like, I feel like The Matrix really is like 2000s trailer music. <laughs> but anyways, was that a cohesive ep- ep- segment of Bob or Flop? I feel like that was a little all over the place. <laughs> it's okay. I feel like I'm learning something, though. Just about it's, The Matrix. It's all The Matrix. Wow. But... What was the point? What, why were, what were we talking about? Uh, I think we just like decided <laughs> to go on a rabbit hole. <laughs> um, but I think you were saying like the songs. Uh, you said the Matrix was playing her songs with Faith Hill influences. I was not saying right? that. No. But <laughs> I know. I, I think I was just saying that like the Matrix makes bops and made Avril Lavigne some bops. Yeah. I think. What was the point? I think I was just, I like, know. stoked on, like, The Matrix. <laughs> Probably because I also 
wrote for Hillary Duff. Yeah, I think that was the jumping off point. Oh, they created the hits for Avril. That's what we were talking the about. The hits. Okay. The they hits created, for Hillary like, Duff. Brie. Yeah. I'm just realizing, because we're going to talk about the album, Let Go. Yeah. All of my favorite songs on this album are produced by The Matrix. Hands down. Same. I'm like, just like, when I listened to them to you, I was just like, damn. Okay, well, we're going to talk about this. Well, when you're like, which one's bangers and which one's like a flop? I, there were no flops. I, I couldn't in good conscience, like, be like, flop. Because, I mean, I'm sure that one random, like, Shakira or Cheetah Girl song might not be that great. But, like, but they have to get that money, you know? <laughs> <laughs> True. Justice for the Matrix. They probably have a lot of money if they've been behind that many songs that have been that good. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Dude. I think some... The Matrix needs to come back. Create a song like Why Can't I again for all of the trailers and all of my, like, romantic montages in my head. I remember that, too. Why Can't I being in a lot of trailers. Like, a third... Well, I love it in 13 going on 30, just in, like, the movie. Mm-hmm so good yeah when they're um creating like the year but why don't we do that on movie club 13 oh, going we need on to okay anyways add it to the uh, list we digress <laughs> this is not like um the matrix stan conversation true but yeah so let go thoughts i mean it still holds up it's still like like when i listen to it i'm just brought back i'm like the emotions. I remember like really getting into it, like I'm with you and being like it's so it's so profound. Or even Skater Boy, I think like, wow, yeah, she didn't appreciate this guy. Like he was a real like he became a famous musician or you know, yeah. singer or whatever. The OG Mizbiz. Yeah. I don't know. Did you listen to this album a lot when it came out? Yeah, or at least, you know, honestly. I listened to like the the hits. So some of these I had not heard before when I listened to it. Sorry. Ever? Yeah. Not that I remember. Like, I don't remember. Okay. I actually do remember losing grip and. But I don't remember like tomorrow, anything but ordinary things I'll never say. That was always my favorite song. Mm, I like that one a lot because I like that fake out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like songs that do that. I don't know what that's called. Because, like, in the song, she's like, what does she say? Like, those are, like, the lyrics. She's like, do you know what I'm talking about? She's like, like, she was going to say something, but, well, what do you mean? Like, um, like... Yeah, like, whatever that's called, which I know we can't include, like, all that. <laughs> copyright. In the copyright. But, um, but yeah, it's, like, she's, like, you know, like, I want to see you go down on one knee. Marry me today. And then she's, like, that's things I'll never say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, like, switch. I know. I like that bait and switch. I like that, too. It's also, like, I don't know. Yeah, true. I don't know. I feel like it's, it's one of those things. It's like, ah, feelings. Gotta keep them to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I relate to this. <laughs> you know? I feel like I, like, related. Like, I was such, like, a – as a child, I was such, like, a hopeless romantic who was, like, convinced 
probably from music produced by The Matrix mm-hmm. and trailers for early 2000s romantic comedies that probably. I was going to, like, live my life, like, 13 going on 30. So in my head. But then, like, Avril Lavigne was so cool. And she was like, nah, I don't want that. And I was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> She's like, you're never going to know what I'm thinking. <laughs> you're never going to get these feelings from me. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm keeping this to myself. <laughs> uh, yeah. But losing my grip is really good, too. It is. I know, like, she wanted to, for this album, like, she wanted to, like, she brought, like, to the studio one time, like, a System of the Down type of song. And, like, she wanted this harder edge. Like, cause, like, I guess as a teen, I guess you change so much. Yeah. But, like, Avril Lavigne was, like, one minute, like, singing, like, Faith Hill. And the next she was, like you know, showing her record producers and she was like, I'm like a skater girl now. <laughs> Deal with it. We gotta get Deal harder. We gotta like, you know, so it was a lot of push and pull. I know, like in the behind the scenes. So like losing grip. I think that was like a song she was really proud of. Mm-hmm. But it was really good. So I really like that song. This entire album's just like, it's really good. Except, you know what? I don't really understand Mobile. She describes herself as, I thought it was going to be about a phone. I feel. I'm mobile. Yeah. yeah you know what? Okay. Mob- mobile or mobile. Yeah. Doesn't she say she mobile? She says I'm a mobile, which kind of changes meaning. You know, I remember because I listened to this album so much as a kid. Yeah. So like even listening to it yesterday, I know like all the words to like most of these songs. Really? Oh, yeah. But, um. Like, for mobile, it's so confusing. Because I remember even being as a kid, being like, this song doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But I understand she is traveling a lot. (laughs) And I know, you know, mobile. Because a mobile is that thing that, like, swings. Uh Uh-huh. Like, for the babies. babies. You're right. Um... I it's still a good song. It's like has this really catchy chorus. I think it's like yeah, it's a bop, not a flop, but it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one that feels that way a little bit. But I did like it. I liked the lyrics and just yeah. the, the mobile part lost me just a little. Like I get it, but I, I'm also like, I don't know. <sighs> I feel like it could be a little. Different. I don't know why I'm like. <laughs> I, uh, like, it could have been said differently, something. I, don't, I guess she's, like, a gypsy, but she's yeah. a mobile. It's just, like, a term. You just don't hear that every day. That's all. But maybe we should, uh, maybe we should use it more, you know? See, like, I don't want to be, like, so mean to Avril Lavigne, because this is, like, worth <laughs> worshiping we really Avril not. Lavigne right now. <laughs> um, I do think, like, this was a case where... Avril Lavigne and a good producer mm-hmm. make magic, baby. Yeah. I, I would say, like, Avril Lavigne, I know, like, doing a lot of research about this album, mm-hmm. is she wasn't, like, she's not, like, a huge fan of Complicated. Maybe now she is. But at the time, she wasn't. And she was, like, it doesn't reflect my, my like, me as a writer, it's such as a, a songwriter. Though. It is. and all, But it's also, like... She was a teenager. I like these lyrics aren't like so deep. 
But she thinks they are. But that's also being a teen. Like, I remember writing, like, really shitty songs in my bedroom and being like, this is so deep. Yeah. Nikki, you wrote songs? I wrote songs. I was like, probably because I was like, yeah, like, trying to be like Alanis or whatever. I was like, hmm. I love that. I was like, oh, they're so emo and so deep. But they probably weren't. So I'm going to give Avril a pass. Yeah. But I think that was probably one of the – like, she could have been really clever, like, for mobile. Mobile? Yeah. Because when she sings the song, and then I'll shut up. We can, like, actually talk. I I guess we are actually talking. talking. Yeah. But, like, okay, the way she says, like, everything's changing, like, it's out of my control. I'm a mobile. Yeah. The way she says it kind of almost sounds immobile. Maybe she's spinning. She might be, she might be spinning like that. (laughs) But also, like, the way she says it kind of sounds immobile because I, I feel like if there was like a lyricist that would be like really like like playing with the words yeah like even though she's mobile mobile or she's mo like she's like always in transit mm-hmm. she's immobile she can't do anything with her about mo- it. she doesn't have any control whoa nikki i feel this like de- nikki <laughs> see i don't know if that was what they were going for because it doesn't really like hit like that but right. nikki you made <laughs> You might have a career as a lyricist. Just Get making suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> like, make something out of this, okay? <laughs> oh, man. But, well, but you know, say la vie. Say la vie. Oh, my God. What are your yeah. other jams on this album? Okay. Okay, so I gotta be... I feel like this is gonna be really basic, but, like, my jams are, like, the basic ones. Like, Complicated, Skater Boy, I'm With You... Um, I really liked Naked, though, and Anything But Ordinary, like, listening to it now. But a lot of these songs I honestly had not heard. Like, I just listened to, like, the mainstream bops. Uh, I didn't have the album. You didn't? Mm-mm. I thought everyone had this album. <laughs> no. Yeah. I know. Well, let's talk the bops, then. <laughs> let's right. talk the bops. Well, so starting with Complicated. Okay. I just remember this song being everywhere, like on the bus rides, <laughs> everywhere. Just, I remember thinking it was like really deep too. So I'm like, yeah, how, how are you going to go make things so complicated? I feel like it was like an anthem. Yeah. For like preteens. I feel like it was too. Like, I don't know. Something about the way she sings it is just like. It's like she's calling someone out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's like, yeah, well, you're not acting like yourself. Like, I don't know. I mean, everyone knows this song. But it was but- like a call to action, for me at least. Yeah. Like, like don't be like everyone else. Or- yeah. Like, as a child, I remember, I remember literally, like, I don't remember who I was talking to, but I remember explaining to them the lyrics of Complicated, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. And then she says, take off all your preppy clothes, which means we're not going to wear preppy clothes anymore. We're going to be cooler than that. Yeah. Which, you know what I thought just meant? Just like, what? get naked. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was talking about when someone was like undressing. <laughs> Wait, what? I guess that's where my mind was at. I don't wow, know. Breathe a freak. <laughs> um, wait, wait, wait. Let's unpack this a little bit. <laughs> Like when she's like, take off all your preppy clothes. You know, you're not fooling anyone. I thought she was just more oh. like being like naked, like your arm, letting your 
like kind of like you know how your clothes are like your <laughs> oh armor God. i don't know <laughs> this is like us turning avril lavigne lyrics into something very deep <laughs> that it is not it was deep to me <laughs> it's like it's so simple it leaves a lot of room for interpretation i think so actually like i realized you know like i have my own music videos in my mind listening to these songs oh really oh i love doing that as a kid yeah i had this such a so much so when i went to actually watch some of these music videos from just memes i was like wait that's not wait and then i realized i had created them in my head and hadn't actually seen like i hadn't seen uh skater boy oh you didn't see her jumping on the cars no i thought that that was like i thought you know how the song is very literal it's it i feel like it paints a whole story like it goes through a whole oh yeah you can like visualize it well they wanted to make a movie out of it yes which which they they are in the production of. They can't. It's gonna happen, Nick. You no. can't stop it. <laughs> no, what that what that's crazy. Yeah, but there is like a lyric, like a movie with the lyrics. But Brie, yeah. do you remember when complicated like that music video? I feel like that was huge. Yeah, no, actually that one. Okay, I have seen complicated before. That was everywhere back in two thousand two. Yeah, I remember Skater Boy being on TRL a lot though. Hmm. I believe it. I don't know. Their Avril Lavigne music videos are really awesome, by the way. They really are. Like, this era, Avril Lavigne, nothing can top this to me. Yeah. But, so, what? what is your favorite song from this album? If you could just, like, pick, like, this is the one. This is, it's, it's really difficult. You know what? Sorry, I'm just thinking about my the lyrics of complicated and what I my interpretation. Um, <laughs> I'm just mind blown. So she wasn't talking about anyone. Okay, wow. I think I totally misunderstood these lyrics. <laughs> Honestly, I maybe this is gonna be cheesy, but maybe just complicated because it just it, the way it starts. Uh huh. Life's like this. Uh huh. That's the, the way, way it is. is. Like, it just, I feel like it's just, I know that song front to back. Like, I can, I know you fall and you crawl and you break and you take what you get and you turn it into. Yeah. I don't know why I just, like, <laughs> you flipped your hair. <laughs> I was like, don't get it twisted. Just a hair flip. Oh, but I don't Don't know. feel bad because that song is legitimately, like, a great pop song. Okay. Because, I, I mean, as much as I love Skater Boy, I feel like for me, as I can bop to it now, but I don't feel as much of a something in my heart with it, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not as emotionally attached to the story as I was, like, when I was a little yeah. younger. I'm with you. I think it's still really good. But I think complicated for me. What what about you, Nick? What's your favorite? Okay. Com- you've kind of made a case to me for complicated. <laughs> um, I love I'm With You. Mm. I love that song. That music video is also really good, honestly. Yes. Um, huh. It's hard. Isn't it hard? It's really hard. I mean, like, they're all different. I feel like listening to this album, like, these songs hit different. And, like, it's also, like, for me, this album is, like, so good. Like, bits and pieces. Like, I would say Things I'll Ever Say is my favorite song from this album. Mm. Um. Because I just think that chorus is so, like, 
so good. Okay, a lot of this album, though, it's like there's so many parts. Like, Avril Lavigne does a chorus really well. Yes. But then, like, the verses sometimes, like, Nobody's Fool is so cringy. Mm. But then it gets to the chorus, and I'm like, this is a great song. Like, fuck yeah. I felt the same way. You know, like, that song, like, that chorus kind of makes up for her, like, rapping about milk and Cheerios and your spoon. <laughs> Which, okay, I didn't realize <laughs> Avril Lavigne rapped. That's true. Like, that that really got, that, like, I was like, wait a minute, is she, like, left eye in, like, uh, waterfalls right now? Like, it was very, it, it reminded me of that. It was for real like that. But She's then, trying. Like, it's so cringe, but I'm not gonna lie. When she, like, goes, like, hang up the phone, I got a backbone stronger than yours, and it goes into the, like, chorus, I was like, yeah! It was a really cool switch up with what they did with that song. I liked it. It also reminds me of, because it was in Legally Blonde, too. Oh, dang. It was when she, like, marches up to Capitol Hill with, like, Bruiser. Oh, my God. Iconic. (sighs) But, like, My World, the chorus is great. First is not so much. But, yeah. I, I agree. I remember being like, mm, like in the beginning of the song, I'm like, eh. But then it got me at the chorus. Yeah. And mobile, that chorus is great. Yeah. Or mobile. Mobile. Or whatever. <laughs> um, Unwanted, I like skipped halfway through. I'm not going to lie. You skipped, Nikki? Girl, that song's a skip. Um, Losing Grip is really good, though. Yeah. It's, but, yeah. Well, go ahead. Oh, I feel like it's a good start to the album. Like, it just, it sets the tone. It's like, I don't know. It's good. It is a front-heavy album. Yeah. Agreed. Like, to be honest, like, if you stop this album right after Things I'll Never Say, perfect album. <laughs> yeah. Even though you say you like Naked. I did like Naked. Oh, I remember that song. It sounds like a Michelle Branch song. Right? Yeah, I feel like there's a couple that just give me those those vibes. For real. Damn, maybe, I thought Naked was a Michelle Branch song. <laughs> like, just like kind of listening to that a little bit now. Mm-hmm. I know. And I'm surprised. I feel like that one, it's pretty like deep to me. I'm like, yeah. Because oh. it's like naked. Like, not just like, you know, physically. Yeah. It's like emotionally being, I don't know, which is like, don't I don't know, hard to do. You see, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that song. Yeah. Sorry. Especially after her other one where she's like, I'm not telling you how I feel, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I think you made a case for complicated. It's hard, but I like I'm with you also and things I'll never say. Yeah. Those are runner-ups. Gotcha. I think for me, complicated, I'm with you, and naked maybe. Or things I'll – you know what? Things I'll never say is really good too. I can't just completely copy you. But I, I like that, too. I would say Skater Boy, but I just don't know if it still hits for me the same. Like, I like it. It's yeah. still good, but I But don't know. it's about, like, Brie, don't get me wrong. If you play almost any, any of these songs, yeah, like, I'll be 100% singing all the words. Yeah. So, I don't know. It is a really good record. It kind of just makes me want to listen to, like, just all the Alfred Levine records, you know? Yeah. Well, like... I remember this record being huge and obsessed with it. And I remember her second record was like Under the Skin, Under My Skin, Under, uh, some Under Your Skin. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, uh, or 
but i remember like my happy ending being like a really so big song for my happy ending nikki that oh, one oh remember okay remember oh my god remember when oh no nikki i'm doing it <laughs> turned into those millennials <laughs> on tiktok no. i was gonna say remember when like itunes was a thing and yeah. we would create playlists before spotify mm-hmm. you know we itunes was like the ultimate music like go playlist maker thing and yeah. I would just remember I'm or yeah, I'm with you and wait, what was the song you just said? My happy ending. My happy ending. Those songs played so much on the playlists that we would listen to together. Do you remember? Because it was your I didn't have an like an iTunes account at the time. It, so we used yours and you had like extensive playlists, like 161 oh. songs worth of Yeah. And no, would, I used to create some playlists. You really did. You have a gift. <laughs> Thank you. You still can create like I made a really good playlist a couple months ago. Yeah. And then you wouldn't buy Spotify Premium <laughs> because Nikki. it has to be played front to back. Nikki, let it go. No shuffle. <laughs> Nikki, let it go. Oh, no. I'm I- losing my grip, though. <laughs> it's so complicated. Why you gotta go make things so complicated? I don't know. Is it too much to ask? I just want to be anything but ordinary. Okay. <laughs> I keep holding on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, hey, you, you. I don't like your girlfriend. Oh, my God. We could keep doing this. We totally could. Got to keep my head above water. Oh, it's a new Avril. Wow. True. What's that song? Is it Love Sucks? What's her? It'll bite yeah. me. Bite me. Yeah. Um. No, I remember, like, even her second album was really huge. Right. And, like, my happy ending, I remember that on TRL. I remember, like, stealing teen people from the library and, like, sitting in my room and listening to that song in my headphones. And that's the song where I'd create a music video in my head. Mm. But, um, that are, like, that. I feel like Avril Lavigne fell off after her second album. Like, I feel like there were too many, like, Ashley Simpsons yes. and, like, kind of copycat like, acts. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that, too. I was thinking Ashley Simpson. Yeah. Well, and Paramore, yeah. too. I don't know if I'd say they're copying, but Definitely I'm just, not. I know that, like, pop punk just was, like, a thing. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, because then there were, like, bands like My Chem or, like, Taking Back Sunday or just the use. Like, I feel like it was, like, Avril Lavigne was, like, for kids in my mind at that point, even though I, like, just entered middle school. I was like, ah, that was a good gateway. But, well, you know. I feel like the acts kept getting angstier and angstier. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, and we were getting angstier. Because we were growing up. Exactly. So. But you know who never grows up? Avril, Avril Lavigne. Lavigne. Which I, like, think is so interesting. Like, Avril Lavigne's just career in general. Mm-hmm. Because it was, like, yeah, like, after that album, like, Girlfriend was a huge hit. Yeah. But, like. She did kind of, like, fall off, so to speak. Or, like, I feel like for a while, like, people were like, Avril Lavigne never grew up. Like, she even has that song called Tears to Never Growing Up. Yeah. And, And like, people, yeah. You know what, though? Why bother growing up? (laughs) For real. I mean, because you look at her now and, like, she's still wearing, like, pretty much the same thing. Like, with her hoodies, like, whatever. Like, her her style hasn't changed a lot. And she looks so youthful. And I think it's just, like... She said she doesn't feel 
old, which I think is great. Well, she's not old. she's not old. No, but we have this pressure to make people grow up. You know, like that, just pe- just being like, you're an adult. You got to grow up. You got to act a certain way. You got to be like serious. I don't know. Yeah. So I kind of love that she's still like, I don't know, the same in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Well, I used to love seeing like Avril like partying with like the like Paris Hilton like ilk and like mm-hmm. getting caught by the paparazzi and like, you know throwing alcohol and like just being crazy like i used to love that like that avril lavigne era you know just like in hollywood just like yelling at people when she dated the dude from some 41 oh my gosh and like never growing like i get it yeah but i remember like everyone was so like quick to be like she's old news she never grows up she's never because you know like female artists have to reinvent themselves so much you're right even like gwen stefani had to reintroduce taylor swift yeah um because people are like oh it's a gimmick like i feel like the avril lavigne gimmick was wearing old but now we're hitting the 20 year threshold Mm. and everyone is saying what you were saying and everyone's like oh my god i love that avril lavigne never grew up she looks the same she's the same and like we love that yeah so like we had to get like over that like like hump yeah but i just think that's really interesting it is it really is i don't think there's any other like pop star quite like or you know like pop punk star that she's just somehow i would say she's a pop star pop star yeah but you know what i mean like she hasn't had to i don't know she's still herself which i like yeah i respect i do too and i I like love how maybe i don't know like her you'll have to tell me more about avril lavigne now yeah but like I she definitely hasn't like publicly let it show that she's like affected, you know, by by like public perceptions. Yeah. Like, we clearly like if you're talking about pop stores, we've seen like Taylor Swift or, you know, to a bigger degree, like a Britney Spears kind of like struggle with their image or reinventing themselves. And mm-hmm. we've kind of seen that outwardly. Yeah. With like their choices. But it's interesting that Avril Lavigne has kind of just, like, kept up, even if it is a gimmick or whatever, like, she's, she's just kind of, like, soldiered on through it. And, like, now it's cool again. Yeah. So now she gets to reap these benefits and work with Travis Barker. I know. Good for her. Yeah. It's just, it's just so interesting because you never really see that. Like, well, you know? I, yeah. I mean, that's, like, like respect. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, well, I don't know. I don't want to just jump to now, you know? Well, do you want... Okay. Before we jump to now... Okay. I'll just... Let me talk about the backstory of Let Go a little bit. Before we talk about Avril Lavigne and what she's up to now. Yeah. Lay it on us, Nick. So, like I was saying before... So, like, Avril Lavigne grew up in church and she had, like, a record deal by... What was it? Age 11? That's crazy. Um... But, yeah, Avril Lavigne, like, during this time really did struggle about her musical direction. Mm-hmm. And she was very inspired by, like, Faith Hill and, like, the Shania Twains. But then I, like, you know, like, we kind of talked about she was, like, getting into rock music, too. So it was, like, kind of hard. Mm. You know, for the record label to basically be, like, who is this girl? Yeah. You know? But according to Lauren Christie... Of the Matrix. Like, they had a lot of... They'd been listening to a lot of Levine's earlier songs, and they felt that they were, like, a Faith Hill kind of vibe. 
But like as soon as they saw Avril Lavigne coming into the studio, the Matrix felt like the musical direction was incongruous to her attitude and her style. Mm. So the Matrix played her some songs with Faith Hill influences because it was the kind of songs that the label wanted Avril Lavigne to sing. Ah. But Avril Lavigne just dismissed it and she said she wanted to do songs with like punk rock inclinations. Yeah. So, so Lavigne played the Matrix a song that she had recorded and really loved. And it was a track that sounded kind of like System of the Down. Wow. Um, and they told her to come back the next day. And they wrote a song that eventually turned into Complicated. And another song called Falling Down, which appears on one of my favorite movies, Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, yeah. Great movie. So, um, so yeah. So Avril Lavigne, like, then on and, like, she just it started to visualize the path that she should take and it started with complicated and then falling down mm. so when um josh Sarubin, the a and r executive who signed avril lavigne to the imprint heard the songs he knew it was right for her and then avril presented it to la reed who approved of the musical direction that lavigne and the matrix were taking and set complicated as the album's lead single great choice totally um, and then Reed sent Levine back to the Matrix to work with them initially for a month. And Arista gave the team carte blanche to write and produce 10 songs, which took them two months. The album was originally titled Anything But Ordinary um, after the track of the same name that the Matrix produced. But Levine asked Reed for the album to be called Let Go instead. Hmm. So. Wow. So she fought for some of her. She did. You know. I think she did. Like, I think before we were dismissing her a lot because whatever but she did from a young age like she was spunky yeah she had a vision and you know i like that but yeah it like suited her very well because let go is credited as the biggest pop debut of 2002 and was certified seven times platinum in the u.s um it sold over 16 million copies worldwide it's avril lavigne's best-selling album to date and the best-selling blah 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 it's the best selling. Sorry, no, it's okay. Um, it's the best selling album of the 21st century by a Canadian artist. That is awesome. Honestly, also for your first like debut album. Album. Also, it's not Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber's Canadian and in the 21st century. <laughs> Crazy to me. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's considered one of the albums that changed the pop punk music scene because it helped to bring pop punk music into the mainstream. And contributed to the rise of female-fronted punk pop bands and female-driven punk-influenced pop music. Yeah. Which, that's totally what I would call Avril Lavigne. Like, I'm not saying she's, like, punk. And, like, pop punk's a little... She's definitely female-driven punk-influenced pop music. I think that's, like, the wordiest description, but the best description. Yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. I agree. She's such an icon. She really is. Like, this album alone is, like, I don't know. It is cool. It's very cool. Yeah. I don't know anyone who, like, doesn't like Avril Lavigne, to be honest. Like, I don't either. Like, everyone seems just so stoked on it. At least when you, like, present. Like, there's no one that doesn't like complicated. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. You know what I mean? Or, like, doesn't tap their feet to Skater Boy. Right. You know, I feel like there's like an Avril Lavigne like aspect of her that everyone likes. 
Yeah. Maybe it's her authenticity. I don't know. I think so. I do know she was specifically, though, marketed to people our age at that time. So, well, like, 10-year-olds. Well, it worked. A hundred percent. And she was the anti-Britney. Yeah. So, people, like, that was, like, marketing. That was the image thing. And I think Avril Lavigne did a lot for music, like, as far as, like, shifting it a little bit. Yeah. But I think more for, like, image. I think meant for image as well. Because, like, we can't all just be wearing like crop tops and i don't know i mean i love britney and like button, I, rings, belly but, button rings belly button rings or like a christina yeah i don't know i feel like um avril lavigne just i feel like she influenced us all you know to wear like i mean i know a lot of people were probably doing it too but like tie like you know like necktie <laughs> <laughs> which did you ever actually wear like a necktie totally oh i God. always wanted to oh yeah are we? Should we play a game of how many Avril trends uh, did we participate in? Yes, and, do it, Okay. So, okay. Let's start with sweat wristbands. Did you ever... Were you a wristband gal? Yes. Same. I bought them from Hot Topic. Never had a bead of sweat on them, but yes. <laughs> right? I had the same, like, whatever these are in the photo, like the red, white, same. and blue. Those were like the ones, Mark. <laughs> Those were the ones, right? A hundred percent. Um, high top Converse. Yes. Same. <laughs> Neckties. Did you ever wear a necktie? Okay, there is this really cringy. So for my sixth grade dance, uh huh. I totally did not wear a necktie, but I bought this shirt that reminded me of Avril Lavigne. It was specifically because I was influenced by Avril Lavigne, and it was this limited to button-up shirt mm-hmm. with a skirt, but the button-up shirt was made to look like it had a pink and black tie oh, on it. it was, like, printed on it? Yeah. That's fun. It was the most embarrassing, though. I looked like my hair was in a terrible cut it like looked like dakota fanning in uptown girls oh my gosh like i looked like a brunette eloise like it was not brace face it was not a vibe nikki but i was feeling myself i love that i don't know why i remember thinking like neckties were so cool you seem like it you you seem like someone nowadays i would wear i still would wear one i still i don't know i gotta figure out how to tie one i used to know how to and i I don't know. Really? Just so, did you wear neckties? Oh yeah, I can't. I bought this shirt again, like to like your uh point to your story, just like specifically <laughs> being influenced by Harold Levine, and be like, ooh, neckties are in. I'm gonna get one. I don't know. It, it, the shirt came with a necktie and a vest. What? Do you remember that? Like vests no. being a thing? I don't know. Kind of, but it's like such like a a repressed <laughs> memory. <laughs> but I would wear it without like it was like an open. I don't know. I think you could button up the vest or leave it open. But, and then the necktie was like part. It wasn't a complete tie. It wasn't as long. It, but it was like attached like a necklace somehow. Like it was. I don't know. So was this like fully like was this like punk aesthetic or was this like lesbian chic aesthetic? It's a little bit of both, I think. Gotcha. A little like Janice from Mean Girls. Is that yeah, like? Yeah. It was okay. kind of like it's actually exactly that uh, that look. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm, I was really trying to like picture this outfit. Yeah, I think I, I probably have a picture somewhere of it. I almost didn't get rid of this outfit, but I had to. I grew out of it. But yeah, neckties, chipped black nail polish. Yes. I feel like I saw you with black nail polish quite a bit. Oh, yeah. But I still, I was thinking about black nail polish today. I think, I think it's chic. You should bring it back. I don't think I've seen you wear it in a while. It's been a while. I don't know if I've ever worn black nail polish. What? You like, gotta try it at least once in your life. I yeah. You're so pale too. Like that would look great. Is that crazy to never have had black nail polish? I don't know. Is that weird? <laughs> no, I just say join the dark side. You know. Ooh, maybe I will. Heavy black eyeliner. We all did that. Nikki, you're like I did that yesterday. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've been done it in so long. But that's like my whole high school. Yeah, so much black, so much raccoon eyes. Same high school. Which I gotta say, I feel like Avril Lavigne's influence like started when we were eight and just kept on going through high school for sure. And then it was that was it basically. It was like a yeah, yeah. she just kind of disappeared. Which we'll we'll all discuss we'll later. <laughs> I think like once Avril Lavigne made that like Hello Kitty video. And people were like, she's racist. I think it was like over for a hot sack. Oh, gosh. I forgot. Did she like <laughs> use an accent or something? Like what was no, it? What did she say? She was like dancing with like a lot of like Asian girls and being like, oh, isn't it fun? I don't know. It's whatever. Was she getting paid by Hello Kitty? No. I think she just made a song called that and talked about being kawaii. This is very vague, but like, okay. But Gwen Stefani talks about being kawaii. Yeah. But uh, Gwen Stefani gets a pass. Hmm. she gets the appropriation pass it no it's true like i've talked to a lot of people she gets it she gets the pass hmm avril levine does not avril levine does not all right i guess that's just how the how i don't know how it is i guess that's i don't know it's complicated it's complicated well flat ironed hair duh that everyone did that for a good chunk of time. Oh my god, I already had straight hair and I remember flat ironing it every single day from like middle school through high school. <laughs> to make it like even straighter? Yes. It was a vibe. It was it took commitment. It was worth it though. A hundred percent. Um camo everything. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh Nikki, the studded belt. Did you have a studded belt? I had a studded belt. I had a studded like bracelet. All the studs all the time. Right? Oh, studs were so hot. I thought that was like the coolest thing in the world. The most punk thing ever. I felt like a real badass anytime I put my studded belt on. Oh, you know what? Kind of still, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, I wish I had one. Rubber bracelets. I, you know, I might have had a few, but I don't remember them being like like hers, like all black and stuff. But I had a friend that would wear a bunch of them. I have a friend in middle school. That she was very Avril Lavigne. I don't know. Wow. Loved her. She's cool. <laughs> she was really cool. Um. Yeah, I wore rubber bracelets. Yeah. I used to wear them, like, like I used to specifically get black ones and purple ones and, like, mix and match them. Nice. Well, Brie, I know you're going to say yes to this one. <laughs> Menswear. Yes. Actually, you know, I always thought it was, like, yeah, I, I you know, I've always been into, like, I don't know if gender bending is exactly the word. I I don't know, but basically, just not the 
I don't know, like into super girly fits, you know? Weird. Especially if it's like in a way to rebel, then I'm all for it. <laughs> I love that. Especially as like a tween, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, give me some neckties. I don't know. Yeah, it's a no for me, dog. But I love that for you. <laughs> um, that was the emo, the stars and crossbones, like the. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I participated in that one. I did. I remember that. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> did. Um, so that's where I drew the line. <laughs> Too dark. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's so interesting. That was really funny. And that I think that's it. I think those are all the trends. So we both basically did all of them, except like one. But yeah. This, I mean, so we like we fell victim to the Avril effect. We really did. <laughs> Uh, but no, her style was, I don't know, it, it, it was all the rage. Yeah. Everyone was, like, trying to be Avril Lavigne back in the day. Right? Like, from us girls shopping Unlimited 2 to, like, the Ashley Simpsons of the world, like, everyone sounded like her, mm. acted like, like, dressed like her, I don't know. Yeah. It was a thing. It was. But where is she now? Like, that's what I want to know, Brie, because I didn't do any research on this. Like, I don't really know. Like, I've listened to, like, Bite Me. I have thoughts on it. But I don't know. What happened to her? Well, a good reason, like, why she disappeared for a while. Apparently, she had Lyme disease, which I did not know. I heard kind of about that. Yeah. But um, her most recent, like, activity, you know, she created an album in lockdown. She She wasn't like in on um she wasn't like uh subscribed to any record label at the time oh, signed signed that's the word yeah thank you nick <laughs> she wasn't signed to a record label and but she wanted to write some music and do something and she has a lot of musician friends like travis barker and like um oh what's his name um oh machine gun kelly and she was like let's do some stuff and yeah so she produced her new album love sucks and yeah and now she's on travis barker's record label which i'm like glad she's because i remember that head above water song a couple years ago and i remember her coming out saying she had lyme disease yeah but like it was like a ballad i'm not like besides i'm with you i'm not the biggest fan of the avril lavigne ballad yeah um so I'm really glad she's, like, back in, like, the pop punk, like, old school, like, Avril Lavigne mode, though. Me too. Like, and if you listen to this new album, like, I haven't listened to the to it in its entirety, but I've listened to it, like, a, a, like a couple of songs just to get the vibe and stuff. And, like, it is very, it sounds like it could have been made in, like, 2002, 2004, 2006. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like. I don't know. It's like full Avril. Like it's, it makes you want to like jump and bounce around and get, I don't know. It's full of angst. I really liked Bite Me too. Like, I don't know. Did you listen and see mm-hmm. the, like the music video? I think it's really fun. I, it's, I feel like very biased about it though, because if Travis Barker is drumming on a track. Yeah. I love it. I'm like, you don't need to play it for me. If you're like Travis Barker's on the song, <laughs> I'll be like, I'm going to like it. And just whatever he does. Also, he's like, one of my favorite drummers, so he's really good. I mean, yeah. 
it's like a dream collab i feel yeah like a match made in heaven bite me totally to me just sounds like female tickets to my downfall which is so funny because that's just pop punk distilled for 2020 Mm -hmm. like mgk's album yeah that's what i'm talking about but i don't know i i like i was into it i was into bite me but I was like, I don't know if it's just my bias because I like this type of music because it like doesn't. Her voice does sound a little different. A little bit. I'm like, what is this effect? But I'm into it. Like, I'm, I like it. Yeah. You're right. Her voice does sound like a little different though. And I don't know what it is either. I can't tell if it's like higher pitched or like, I don't know what it is. It's because it's not her. It's because it's <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> it's Melissa. Or my theory, a robot. Yeah. What is your theory, Brie? I don't know. I just think it's suspicious that she hasn't aged and maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's not Melissa anymore. Maybe Melissa was replaced by a robot who's perfect <laughs> and never ages. And <laughs> Avril Lavigne is definitely not perfect. She was married to the lead singer of Nickelback. Like I said, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this graph. <laughs> anyway. Best meme, though right um but yeah i so i guess i think before she released her album though she was doing some tiktoks with tony hawk that she just like popped up on the scene like did you see those at all like she's like yeah um, i saw one of them yeah he's like skateboarding he's he got her on video skateboarding too and she like she kind of falls off her skateboard (laughs) but it's it's really fun i don't know I love Avril Lavigne, 20 years later, is still committed to the bit. Yeah. Well, you know what? Apparently, she saves, like, all of her clothes and stuff from, like, every music video and, like, whatever. Like, I guess she's like, oh, pop punk is back. I'm just going to rewear all my old stuff, which I'm kind of jealous, you know? She's, like, full she's Steve like, Buscemi, like, hello, fellow kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but in a good way, like, in the best possible way. Oh, apparently for that tiktok she did with tony hawk she wore like her outfits from back in the day like she busted out a specific outfit for that talk and i'm like oh i love that energy because i feel like nowadays i find myself being like oh i wish i saved that like all these things yes but avril lavigne's been doing it i guess just in case this uh, time comes back and note to self <laughs> save things right actually honestly i wish i saved a lot of shirts that I was like, oh, they don't fit. But honestly, like, I should have, like, had the foresight, like, to be like, like you know, Megan Fox, you know, those, like, Transformers t-shirts that she was, like, wearing back in the day? Like, the iconic ones? Yeah. Well, like, those were, like, her son's shirts. What? But I'm just saying, like, I could have kept certain clothes and certain, like, Hot Topic brand tees that I, like, deemed they didn't fit, mm-hmm. quote, unquote. They could have been crop tops. Could have been crop tops. Because baby tees, they don't make them the same like they used to anyways. Right? But also, Sofia Coppola, back in the milk-fed days anyways, were doing boy little boys' tops. So, anyways. Wow. So, don't get rid of anything, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Become a hoarder. And if you have children, wear their clothes. Yeah. <laughs> but not in the cre- Like, don't. <laughs> but don't quote me on that, but oh my God. do it. <laughs> What else is new with Avril Lavigne? Anyway, um, oh, well, so 
Skater Boy is legit becoming a film, supposedly. She's already, like, getting a director and, like, people. Like, she's, like, getting a crew together as we speak. Wait, so Avril Lavigne is doing this herself? I think she's, like, backing it or, like, she's behind it. Like, people have been telling her she should make it into I don't know, which to me, I gotta say, I was really shocked when I found out this bit of information because... I always thought, like, you listen to this song, he was a skater boy, she says, see you later, boy, you know, and then the yeah. end, it kind of, it wraps up. It's like, oh, he wasn't good enough for her, but now he's mine now. All right. Yeah. You know, like, that's it. Like, how are they going to make this into a future film? Like, it, she told a whole story in, like, three minutes. Like, I don't. It, it's also kind of like a short story. Like, what What are the in-betweens? That's what I'm saying. Like, what are the big, like, ups and downs? Because I feel like they're already, it, we also know how it ends. Like, that's not fun. Like, I. <laughs> I like stories where I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know about you. Yeah. Well, she already told, like, this is already, like, yeah, I feel like this is, like, it's been done. I have so many questions about this one because I'm like, is Skater Boy, is the song going to be in the movie? And how, is this going to be a movie for, for, uh, like, for for kids or for adults? Like, what kind of film is this? I want it to be an A24, like, Ari Aster horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> That would be really cool, actually. Yeah. Like I mean, subtitles. Yeah. If it's not like French like, noir. If it's not French noir, I don't want it. Like, I don't know. It's very strange. I'm very intrigued by this journey. I'm very shooketh because I, I don't see it necessary, but I've seen her like in interviews talking about it. I'm like, okay. All right, Avril. All right. I mean, like, do you? boo i mean i love avril so i'm like i support you but i'm like i don't know if we need this like it's already been i don't know i think the song is is all we need i think personally so too. i'm a little afraid of the movie to be honest i'm like afraid it's gonna be like bad yeah like very like okay you know the new elvis like the boslerman elvis trailers yeah where it's like every time i've seen it i've been like I really want to see this movie because it could be really bad and I'm still really intrigued. Yeah. That's how I feel about Skater Boy. It's like, I have a feeling this is going to be pretty bad, but I still really want to see it. But who is also going to play the Skater Boy? That's the big question. Lil Huddy. <laughs> oh, man. For I don't know. Yeah. Who? Who? Anyway, I don't, know. I don't even think people are skater boys anymore, really. I They're mean, e-boys. Yeah. Is that the same? How do e-boys even skate? Like, do they even skate? That's do what I'm saying. Do you even skate, bro? Do you even skate? Um, so anyway, <laughs> other than that, um, well, she's dating Maud's son right now, and they have been seen on double dates with MGK and Megan Fox. You know? <laughs> I guess that's not that surprising, but. No. I, I love this like Avengers assembling of these um these people though it's so fun right I thought of you I was like oh they've hey you know because we've talked about MGK and Megan Fox a lot so well like if Avril Lavigne's back in the game naturally she's going to be hanging with Megan Fox and MGK yeah like that's just the way I just think it's cool um and then it looks like there is a tour coming up in 2023 or no. Is it 23 or 22? Hold on. Let me double check this. Okay. It's 2022. It's in October. And I thought of you, Nick, because there are so many bands that are participating. So it's going to be Avril Lavigne, My Chemical Romance, Paramore, 
A day to remember. Bring, Bring me, me the, the horizon. horizon. <laughs> yup. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Eat World. World. <laughs> I was like, Nikki, Nikki, you gotta go to this. <laughs> the main's also gonna be there. Yeah. So are we going? <laughs> well, they are sold out. Um, but, no. But it is kind of a dream lineup, especially for me. Right? Um. Yeah, that's that's a crazy lineup. Yeah. Like and that really appeals to my like former emo kid heart. Uh, but and there's so many more. Uh, so Taking many more. Back Sunday dashboard confessional. confessional. Yep. I was looking at and, that one too. Uh, who else? Who else? Who we would the you like to see? We the Kings. Hawthorne Heights. Boys like girls. Carsey the ready Headrat. The ready set, Nick. Remember them? kind of remember them i don't know if i like like did i like them manchester orchestra is playing oh the all-american rejects red jumpsuit apparatus just face down the whole set um oh they neck deep i like neck deep oh man mayday parade Oh, 303 boy. wait a minute how come i didn't notice this one <laughs> nikki 303 is gonna be there okay i'm there <laughs> avril Levine, bright eyes <laughs> get me to bright eyes nikki i feel like this really is like your dream lineup i'm like i could i, I was like wow i didn't think avril Levine. honestly when i was doing research i didn't think she's gonna be up to this much to be honest i knew that her album had come out like love sucks. I heard about it, and I watched, like listened to that one song. But like, that's she got a lot going on. She does. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for this when we were young festival. <laughs> but like, it's probably like a lot of like cringy like former emo millennials that now like work at banks and have like babies. Yeah, <laughs> like they're Ew. like, we got the babysitter. We're gonna go see three o three. Do you think they all are like Karens now? I have no idea, but but I like. I mean, that's my dream lineup. That's like if I made up my dream concert, mm-hmm. like festival, that would be it. So I hope that everyone there has like arm warmers and like re- like heavy winged eyeliner and like that, like you know, like that scene style haircut. Yes, <laughs> that specific one. Oh yeah. Okay, Brie. I think that like you know when. Everyone's like going through the metal detectors for the When We Were Young Fest. Mm-hmm. I think like if you don't have heavy eyeliner on, you can't come in. Mm-mm. Like you, there has to be like a test <laughs> of like certain things. Like yeah. yeah, if you don't have a side bang, <laughs> no, you got to go home <laughs> or chop it off in line. Like you have to. There's like a, a station. <laughs> There's a lady with scissors like waiting. They just hand you like a Mac Cole like eyeliner pencil. Oh. And they're like, do your thing, sis. Oh my god. I love that. That was a whole setup. Yeah. We can get into the weeds and talk about my whole like high school like smoky eye setup. Oh. But I will I will save that. Good times though. Yeah. Get you a black eyeliner that has or black eyeshadow that has literally no pigment. Mm-hmm. So you just sweat like with like the tip, like the like the thing it comes with, yeah. And you just like rub it on your eyes. Mm-hmm. Remember the no pigment in makeup before? Like everyone was like a makeup artist. Everything is so pigmented nowadays. I yeah, like I don't know. 
do you that's not the way it was (laughs) do you remember when black eyeliner was not that pigmented yeah no totally you had to go over it quite a bit a hundred percent makeup has come so far it has People blend now. I don't know what that is. Making a smoky eye? I don't know what that means. I still put eyeshadow on with my fingers. I... <laughs> it's the best. It's the best tool. <laughs> Isn't it? Nothing blends better, I swear. Like but That's also what makeup artists say nowadays. <gasps> really? Yeah. Sweet. So, we're makeup artists. We are. Maybe so. we should run that booth <laughs> at the For festival. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But no, I, I think... I think to your point before, though, Avril Lavigne really has, like, she's doing stuff now. Like, she's still relevant. Yeah. Like, even more so because of, like, the pop punk resurgence. Mm-hmm. But also, like, people like Olivia Rodrigo and Billie Eilish oh. literally being like, this is my biggest influence. It's Avril Lavigne. Yes. Did you see her and um and Olivia Rodrigo singing Complicated? Yeah. That was so cute. It was really cute. I love that. I don't know. I like that. I remember last summer we were talking about like Olivia Rodrigo a lot. Yeah. And like sour. And like it was like plaguing me. I was like, what? 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 She's not like Alanis. She's not like Fiona. I felt like I was like writing for Pitchfork or like Emmy trying to like think about Olivia Rodrigo, but it's Avril. Yep. We figured it out. (laughs) She's influenced by Avril. But that, that is. It is. She Avril Lavigne is the blueprint for like an Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. And I love that. Like I love pop music and I love like the whole like hell is a teenage girl kind of. I don't want to say aesthetic, but just like that. I, I love the teenage angst and I love the like I want to be different and I want to be punk but not knowing what that means and yeah like, not really wanting to be punk not really just wanting to be different and wanting to be a little messy and like still wanting to have a great hook yeah and make some great pop music produced by the matrix <laughs> like i get it <laughs> i get why let go is like a diamond record that's so good yeah that i was a blueprint it really was i don't know it just like it makes me just want to listen to Avril Lavigne again, you know? And, like, li- like I said, like, because I didn't know a lot of the... I had never heard some of the songs on there. I'm like, oh, dang. I missed out. Like, some of these songs are real bops and, like... You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they're still... They're still good. Even though they may not be the best on the album. Like, you know, we gave our favorites, but it's still, like... I no. S- I still think they're good. Like, they're- I'm like, oh, this actually encapsulates some feelings that, like... I didn't know I had. You know what I mean? I agree. Like, listening to this album front to back, besides Unwanted, which, yes, I did skip. Um, <laughs> yeah, this whole album really does elicit so many feelings. Like, this is l- like nostalgia for yeah. me. And it's like, I don't know, it's like a lot of good, warm feelings. And, like, every song, like, has an element that's really catchy and good and fun and elicit something from me so yeah thank you avril <laughs> thank you <laughs> oh. oh well I'm trying to think you know, is there anything else i feel like this album was like really like one of my favorites and i feel so close to it what, what would be yours like if you were to pick like 
Like, obviously, we're talking about this because it's, like, the 20th anniversary and Avril's, like, now relevant again. Yeah. But, like, if you were to pick, like, a childhood or, like, a teenage album that, like, really... Like, of Avril's or no, just in general? just in general. Are you, like, going, like, full The Duchess? Oh, my God. Oh, I love Fergie. Oh, Nick. Why would you bring up Fergie? Because you know it's hard to put anyone above her. <laughs> no, honestly... You know what? No doubt, maybe. There's a part of me that wants to say Hillary Duff, though. Metamorphosis. <laughs> That's also the Matrix. And I'm like, no, don't fall for it. No, but I mean, Hillary Duff for sure. But like, also like, no doubt. I'm trying to think which album it was for me. Because I feel like, oh man, Avril Lavigne's so good, though. Nikki, this is so difficult. Like, wait, there's just one out. Al- pick one album that, like, you, like, really fucked with. Okay. I would say maybe Boombox. No That's doubt. That album. Boombox. This is the one that I had. With this- that is not called Boombox. <laughs> The singles. Yeah, that's what the album's called. I had that <laughs> album. That, like, spot... What is this? <laughs> I, you know what? I didn't remember it being called Boombox either. But I was like, well, it says it's Boombox, so it's gotta be Boombox. Sorry, that wasn't, like, a dig to you. I'm like, what is this? Like, Brie Googled um, the No Doubt album, and it, like, Wait, came out Boombox. It says Boombox in the the album art though where it's a limited edition box set that album was not called boombox the uh, the singles album is not called boombox boombox i don't know nick i i don't know i had that album well i don't know what it's called the singles like 1990 or 19 singles something see yeah it's like they changed that part i don't know they like wikipedia i don't know is someone wikipedia tickling the no doubt page wikipedia tickling (laughs) (laughs) well anyway that album the singles i think for me probably because every single song on this album i sang like crazy and i I, because i don't think there's any one no doubt album that i love more than the other because i'm like there's certain songs from each one so when they're all put together on one album yeah you know what i mean that's like that's it for me so i would say yeah this album for me tragic kingdom is so good though it is like front to back that's true but the singles really like the singles, man. <laughs> boom the <box>. singles. <laughs> AKA a boom box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yours, it would be let go. One of them for sure. I mean, there's one a lot, them. you know. Right? I know. I can't just pick one. But yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, yeah. man. What oh, a wild time. We didn't even talk about, like, our weekend. We spent the whole weekend doing something for the podcast. Oh, yeah. I thought we were going to mention that at the top. And Me, we too. Just, we just we, forgot. We just went, yeah. We were just like, ever living. <laughs> we just came in all frantic, like, that gif of, like, the guy from, like, the Muppet movie, the 2011 one, you know, the, like, the new Muppet. Yes. Walden, just, like, crazy. We're like, ever living. I love him. I do, too. <laughs> His energy. I relate. <laughs> I feel like that's our energy on Late to the Party. I think so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we've been working on some things this weekend, and it should be pretty exciting. I know. I'm excited. We're, 
don't know. Or I don't want to give it away, yeah. but stay tuned. We're doing something different. We're getting out of our comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. Should so be, be really cool. Be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. But Sorry. well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. You can follow us at the Late to the Party Pod on Instagram. And you can shoot us an email at the Late to the Party Pod at Gmail. Yeah. For any like movies, club suggestions, etc. Yeah. And um we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.